So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey everybody, it's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having a fantastic day. And I want to thank all of you who have been just engaging with me, either here through the podcast, on Instagram, Facebook, um, sending comments and emails about the book, about the podcast. We've just had a, a flood of response from um, our content in general lately, and I've really, really appreciated it. Uh, you know, it's so interesting because obviously launching a book is pretty monumental. You know, I'm really proud of what we've done and just proud to be an author. And at the same time, uh, to be honest, like the week of, I almost felt a little bit depressed. And I was talking to my wife a little bit and just trying to figure out like, what is going on? You know, this is like a monumental week. And um, it's been weird launching a book during COVID because I definitely would have had a launch party in person. I would have invited people and, you know, might've just been a small ordeal, but there is something about experiencing those moments physically with other people, not just virtually, that I think adds to the moment. But I also didn't get a, a physical copy of my book uh, that I'd like to actually review and feel and, I don't know, just be able to showcase. So I had a couple things like that. And I also did like tons of media interviews and stuff in probably the two to four weeks leading up to the release. And then closer to the release was a bit quieter. And I was just thinking like, is this all there is? Am I supposed to be busier right now? Am I doing this wrong? Just all the insecurities that come up when you're doing something for the first time. So the encouragement and the comments and everything have just meant the world to me. I feel so um, honestly just blessed and overwhelmed. And it still kind of blows my mind that I could create something that helps other people. To me, that is just such a mind-boggling thought. I love creating things. I find so much joy in doing the podcast and writing the book. And, you know, it's funny, like, I, as I've been interviewing on other podcasts, uh, after the interview, people are always like, okay, uh, how, do, how did the book writing go? I'm trying to work on a book right now. I'm finding it really difficult. What was it like for you? And uh, I can't even empathize with them because I wrote the book so easily. I wrote 90,000 words in about two, uh, about three months, and it, it literally just came out. And so I enjoy doing that stuff. Uh, it's just a natural thing for me. So then, you know, to think that something that gives me pleasure can also then benefit other people's lives is kind of just a mind-blowing thing, and um, I'm just amazed by it. So thank you for the support. All of this is to say thanks for the support. I really, really appreciate it. And I wanted to talk today about a, a subject that is really universal for the believer. And it's sort of this concept of what happens when you really let Jesus in. I don't know about you, but for me in my myriad of experiences in the church between young adult groups, being a pastor myself, being a congregant of my dad's churches for you know 23 years before I moved out of the house and, um, and actually attended a church that wasn't pastored by him, between all the podcasts and the sermons and the books read and everything else, time and time again, you hear this message of letting 
Jesus in. And we, we talk about this kind of on the front end of the gospel, which is salvation. It really is the only way to experience eternity is, is by being saved, by letting Jesus into your heart. That's sort of our language. And what we're really talking about is submitting your life to him, right? It's, it's that you've given everything that you have, all of your dreams, desires, all of your ambitions and goals, uh, every single day of your life is now dedicated to Christ. Not in this sort of, you're enslaved and you had to sign the rest of your life away, but your life will never get any better than it possibly could in the days that lie ahead when they're committed and submitted to Jesus. It's a really, really good thing. But what happens after you get saved and you kind of walk out your salvation, uh, what you know biblically is called sanctification, it's this process of us becoming more like Jesus and working out our faith every single day, making little improvements that gradually add up to significant change. We realize that actually, while you may let Jesus in on the front door, this is something that we are carrying out ideally on a daily basis. And if not daily, certainly with some form of regularity. And I think in this subject of freedom from porn or sexual misbehavior, the idea of letting Jesus in is really uncomfortable. Maybe you feel differently, but for me, when I was addicted, I, I wanted to come to Jesus to either be smitten because I kind of felt like that's what I deserved and I knew he wouldn't actually smite me, but you know, those are like the thoughts that go in, especially right after a slip. Or I would come to Jesus to repent, to, to make a promise, God, this is the last time. I'm never doing this again. I promise I'll never hurt you. It, it was always to sort of clean things up and sort of uh, clean the slate to be a little bit more specific. But I wasn't necessarily letting Jesus in to the pain, to the brokenness, to some of the, the evil, evil thoughts that I had leading up to my slip. And that, that's what I mean when I say that it is uncomfortable to actually let him in. Coming to him is one thing, and I think the believer knows we must go to him. That is sort of embedded into you know, our, our mantras, and rightfully so. But to actually let him in is a completely different story. The, the interesting thing is that you will not actually fully recover unless you fully let Jesus in. So really think about that. It's not that you just fully ask for forgiveness or fully pray the prayers of repentance. If you actually repent, you will let him in to the messiness, to the scariness of your brokenness, because it is there that you are met with mercy, that you are met with love, and that you're met with grace, which empowers you to change and become the person that he made you to be. It's only there if, if you only let Jesus into 20% of what's really going on in your life, he can only impact that 20% of your life. The other 80% remains untouched and will continue to rot, decay, and fester, leading you into decisions, lifestyles, and patterns that work against the will of God. So what really happens when you let Jesus in? You heal. And one of the best analogies I have ever heard in my life is if you talk about, uh, or if you look rather, at the Bible and specifically with how lepers are dealt with. Now, in the Old Covenant, 
a leper could not be touched. You, you would never touch a leper because they were seen as being unclean. And if you touch somebody who is unclean, you also became unclean. I mean, I'm sure it's hard for you to use your imagination and think of a scenario where somebody having a particular infection or disease could be spread to another person that would also infect them. But just use your imagination. Just really stretch on this one and try to picture that. Maybe, maybe there's some current event in your life that might have some relevance to that. In the Old Covenant, you didn't touch a leper because you would then become unclean. You didn't touch the unclean because you'd become unclean. Jesus, in, in, in the New Testament, he wasn't quite in the New Covenant, but he was certainly modeling what the New Covenant was going to look like. In, in the New Testament, when Jesus is going around, he cleanses the lepers. And he also instructs his disciples to do that as well, right? He, he tells them to, you know, raise the dead, heal the sick, open the eyes of the blind, uh, cast out demons, cleanse the lepers. And it's really interesting because we see that for everybody who had that old covenant paradigm, which was basically everybody, they see Jesus touching lepers and they're going, bro, what are you doing? You, you can't, like you're claiming to be some Messiah here, some son of God, and then you're touching unclean people, which we know makes you unclean. But of course, those arguments come to a grinding halt when the lepers become cleansed. Because this is what Jesus does. See, a, a human healer, they, if they come into contact with you, they can only bring you so much. But, but Jesus, when he comes into contact with your brokenness, he heals it. It is his nature. The, your, your sickness, your disease, your addiction, your lifestyle, those things are no match for the power of Jesus. And if they were, then, then we would be hopeless. We'd have no hope of actually getting free here. But when you really let Jesus in to 100% of your life, everything gets healed. Everything gets cleansed. Everything gets restored. It doesn't matter how broken it is. It doesn't matter how messy it is. It doesn't matter how much maybe you've sinned and cursed God himself. Those things don't matter. Nothing Nothing thwarts the power of the healing power of Jesus in your life. And my encouragement to you today, my friend, is to just simply let him in. I know it's scary. I know that you risk rejection. I know that it means you have to really face the pain that you've caused in your relationship with him. But it is the only way that you will actually heal long term. And this is what men do. Men will count up the cost and they will decide, would you rather continue living in the pain, knowing there's no way out, or would you rather face a greater pain now, knowing it will bring a much more positive change later? That's what letting Jesus in is. It is a costly endeavor up front to confront the pain, to acknowledge the sin and the messiness. But in the long run, it leads to health, restoration, and salvation. So if you really let Jesus in today, guys, I promise you, you will not regret it. It will be the best thing that you could possibly do. And for me, you know, I've been free of porn six years, but every single day I let Jesus in because there's still areas of my heart that need to heal, that need to grow, 
that need to get stronger. I'm, I'm regularly exposed to my insecurities. I shared about my insecurities at the top of this episode. I'm still growing and improving and, and becoming more like Jesus. And the only way I do that is by letting him in to those parts of me that are not yet sanctified. And I want to invite you to do the same today. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I mentioned my book at the top. It's called The Last Relapse. It's available on all major platforms if you don't have your copy yet. And uh, we've also just started up a private community that is available to the, to the public, so to speak. Um, you have to fill out a little interview. We don't just let anybody in. Uh, but you can join us. It's called Deep Clean Inner Circle. It's a Facebook group. You can look us up. There's a link in the show notes. I'd love to see you there. We're going to be doing weekly trainings on a pretty regular basis soon. Uh, once the book launch is kind of fully complete, we still have probably another month of really intense promotions. And once that's done, I will kind of shift all of the resources that I was focusing on the book towards this free private community. I'd love for you to be there. It's called Deep Clean Inner Circle. Guys, much love to you. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.